Well, hello, and welcome to What a Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on your bravs. Hi, I'm Ronnie. I'm with the gorgeous Ben Mandelker today. Hello, Ben. Hi, how are you? Oh, sorry, I didn't add myself to the stream. Hello. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? Um, everybody, welcome to the show. We are on Crappens on Demand again today, so if you want this on video... Come to Patreon. Sign up. It's great. Patreon.com slash watch what crap and okay? Thank you to everybody who signed up. Uh, you get a double point, which I really don't double point in general, but there you go. Also, <laughs> don't forget to get tickets for our live shows. We start in a couple weeks with the Golden Crappies in New York City. It's going to be a huge fun show. We're putting it together right now and just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be great. I'm stressed. I'm stressing out. It's I'm work. having nightmares about it. It's like real work. I'm like yeah. waking up with anxiety. I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I have to coordinate all these things. Scary. Yeah. But it's going to be super fun. It's going to be a great show. So that's uh, January 27th. And we're going to Jersey. Then we're going to Boston all in that same weekend. Um, we're going to Atlanta. LA, San Diego, Atlanta, Nashville, Um What's the other one right in that weekend? Orlando. Orlando sold out. Nashville. A few of them are sold out, but go San get Francisco tickets. sold out, by the way, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, so go get. Make sure you get your tickets. And also, if you wanted to come to the Golden Crappies but can't, don't worry. There will be a digital moment by Moment House. It's a live stream of the show. Um, there are tickets available for that over on watchwhatcrappens.com, as well as the schedule for everything else. My face is still moving, by the way, so this it's is okay. not an ad for Botox today. Why is my face still moving? It's been weeks. Because this is a very passionate topic. Also, I guess we should all we should I mention... Botox! By the way, you can also vote for the crappies. The ballot is also on our website, and the it's really fun. So just for your own... Yeah. If you just want to pass two minutes of time, if you're sitting on the old turlet or on a subway, maybe doing two of the same things... Then go to our website and fill out the ballot. It's, it's we, the more the more ballots, the more votes, the better because it's a it's a more accurate presentation of everyone's thoughts. Also, Ronnie, I'm coming to you from a place of yes and today because I have my little agree sign over my head today on the stream. See, that was from Watch What Happens. Agree. Yeah, I'm ag- put that I'm up just, there last week. You've had your little agree sign up there. I'm like I'm it. just agreeing with you today. Just everything you That's say, I, I agree. Yes, well, it's and. always been implied on my end. I always, that's the sign I see above everybody's head when I talk. Even if they're fighting with me and telling me I'm a dick and they don't agree, I just nod like, oh, my God, thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> it's really like delusion is the key to happiness, everybody. Okay. <laughs> so here we are with Real Housewives of Orange County. The episode is um, six on season 16. It's called Straight Questions, Straightish Answers. Ooh, implied by sexualism in the title. And it uh, opens up with Heather and her daughter Max going to a local Orange County New Age shop called the Chakra Shack. Chakra Shack. Chakra Shack. It's a lot of... It's a lot of... Yeah, it's a little shake shacky for me. Um, (laughs) It's a shake shack that sells chakras. (laughs) <laughs> yes, the chakra shack. So <laughs> get a ladder, Heather. Every time I see Heather, oh. I'm just like, get a ladder. If you're standards. not as classy as me, get a ladder. What does she say? If you says, if you can't reach my standards, I suggest you get a ladder. Yeah, something like that. So um, it's just very funny the two of them showing up because Heather is dressed in sh- with Chanel earrings and her hair back as usual in black. She looks like 
she was just plucked from the Upper East Side. And then you got Max, who's just like teenage, expressing, like feeling like the sort of like, I wouldn't say hippie, but clearly has probably started to listen to Sarah McLachlan for the first time and like learned about, you know, um, what's her face. Just various Lilith Fair musicians. You know, I we all remember that time in the 90s where we all sort of like learned about that stuff and got excited and we're like, I'm going to be counterculture. So um, it's just funny the two of them as but a that's pair. That's like a throwback for her age, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm bi, but I'm like 90s bi. So. Yeah, like I like, uh, I'm blanking what's her, God, I wish I could have uttered her name. It would have made so much more sense. Ani DeFranco. It was like definitely like an Ani DeFranco moment. So Ani DeFranco and Upper East Side walking into a store together. It was very, <laughs> gotta love it. So Ava, the the girl who works there, is like, so any guesses as to what color your aura is going to be? Okay, look at this wall because these are the colors your auras could be. Don't put my chakra in a box, okay? <laughs> don't tell me what colors they could be. There are many colors my aura could be. I don't need you to tell me it's one of these eight colors. Heather Ma'am. was so furious that she did not think of having a room in the house dedicated to chakra colors. She's like, oh, Oh, there are rooms for this. Okay. Oh, well, guess it's time for a new house. Because that was that reason why they got a new house last time, by the way. Why? She's like, oh, we don't have room for, like, the ki- two kids had to be in the same room. She, they weren't oh. willing to convert another room into, like, a children's room. So they're like, oh. new house. New house. <laughs> so she's like, I'm attracted to the burgundy and the navy. And Max is like, mom, that's not how chakras work. <laughs> she goes, I'm just telling you what I'm attracted to. Okay. You know, I just love any kind of reading. And it serves two purposes. Max has grown up. She's going to college soon. And these mother-child moments are not only special, they are necessary. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, she's saying how they're like, okay, so for your reading, you're going to have to take off your uh, any any electronics that you might have or any crystals that you might be wearing. She's like, does jewelry count? Like, oh, only if it has stones. She's like, oh, 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 you poor, poor person with your plastic jewelry. Of course there's stones in here. Okay. Claw handing them off. So they take pictures for their chakras. And Max, you know, is just like standing there or whatever to get her picture. And Heather's like... This huge tight smile. It's not that kind of picture, okay? Like all your your chakra is just the Joker from Batman right now. It's like, wow, your chakra, your your aura actually came out in the shape of Jack Nicholson. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> aura in the shape of Jack Nicholson. Right. So um uh So the so lady's I, like, you know what? Just anything you can do to relax. Do you have a piece of charcoal I can shove up my cornhole to squeeze into a diamond? It's my happy place. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, would that disrupt the chakras if we just created a diamond on the spot? Okay. So uh, so they, they look at her, Heather's aura, and like, hmm, this is sort of like a messy, blobby aura. She's like, ah, ah. if you mess with my aura, you are going to lose a lot more than you realize. So my aura is basically two cc's. <laughs> Is what it is, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Um, so Jill uh, Jill is the lady who's actually giving them the aura reading. And she's like, um, Max, you're blue. Oh, no, Heather, your aura is, you know, shaped funkily. But it is blue, which means you're the nurturer, the mother. Oh, thanks. How much does this <laughs> fucking cost? You're going to need to get a little deeper than that, lady, with the chakras in the box. Okay? You're the mother. You know she's the mother. What kind of fucking psychic are you? Just let me ask you this. Max, my daughter, wrote a book. 
how conducive is this thing that you do to a party? I mean, it's basically just like a party trick, right? Like, oh, oh, it's very conducive to a party. Very. I'm like, yeah, no shit it is. It's just it's yeah. just like you're, you're generating random images on your computer. Yeah, it's actually easy. I'll just bring a bigger purse. You know? Yeah. So Heather's like, well, I don't know many 17-year-olds that are published authors. You wouldn't think that a Jewish bisexual girl writing a book would be celebrated at a conservative Catholic school. But here we are. Why is she at a Catholic school? That's That doesn't totally make sense to me. But My best friend growing up was um, Jewish, and we went to Catholic school together. Uh, sometimes it's just good school. So, or good maybe school. it's just like it's like Notre Dame, where it's like technically it's a it's like a Catholic school, but, um, you know. It's it's not like it's no not ours was we had the brothers and the super... nuns and all that stuff. Oh wow, so yours was okay. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, who knows? we we had some serious. I was out of there in a year, by the way. That was my <laughs> freshman year. I was like, bye bye. Well, um, maybe so... uh, maybe you'll be addressed in the book. Yes. So Heather, yeah, we're going to read that. So we'll know very soon. Okay. So Heather's like, thanks. That was super fun. Now go away so I can have a scene with my child in your swindle den, you cotton wearing heathen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this. You know, I remember Max when you said I could I could read the book. It's like, uh, well, actually, it's more like you stole my laptop and read through the Word <laughs> document to make sure I could. Everything was okay before we sent it to a publisher. Yes, yes, well, don't exactly. Worry. Yeah, I didn't actually read it, but I ran out of things for my assistant to do, so I had her act it out for me in pantomime. And I just <laughs> loved, you know, my family. My people didn't talk about anxiety or meds or being gay or anything like that. So I love that you talk about everything. I love how you talked about the anxiety you get when you're the daughter of a successful working actress who's been on such television shows as Hot in Cleveland and... HSN. So I appreciated that. I understood your perspective. You know, Max, Maxie has social anxiety. So when the lockdown happened, she became a shut-in and she came out as a bisexual at that time. And that led to her podcast. And then that led to her book. Social anxiety <laughs> leads to like all public things. <laughs> I know. It's like she, she has social anxiety. So she tried to become as public as possible with everything. Which, you know, called... we all have different ways to deal, I guess. But you go, girl. I mean, yeah, for sure you go, girl. But this is also called having very wealthy parents. <laughs> it's like, yes. okay, you're having social anxiety. Great. You're going to write a book and you're going to get into Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So um, Ava Ava is the younger lady who works there. And she's like, are you a senior? I'm a senior too. And Max goes, are you straight? She's like, no. Oh, my God. No way. Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I exchange a Snapchat with you? Yeah. Is that even allowed? I mean, not the exchanging Snapchat, but I feel like I would be in so much trouble if I walked in somewhere and I'm like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Are you straight? That was like, that is quintessential being 17 and like doing like feeling something in your life. Like, oh my God, like, don't you hate this cause as well? I hate that cause too. Like that yeah. just re it reminds me of being at sleepaway camp and, you know, people... Like expressing themselves for the first time and just being so excited about it. And they're just like on the nose. It's and in many ways, this is the exact epitome of what we talked about last season with Bronwyn. And we're like, Bronwyn is essentially going through her teenage life right now. And now we are seeing an actual teenager doing the things that Bronwyn was doing. This is literally Bronwyn's project. You're right. That it really is. That it's like, oh, are you you're... straight? I'm not. <laughs> Let's exchange Snapchats. Okay, cool. It has got to kill Bronwyn. 
watching this show with Noella just stealing Bronwyn's storylines. Yeah. Except, I mean, Noella has taken it to a new level with the new, with the, my boyfriend moved to Puerto Rico and all that. Anyway, point Noella's is, great. we're still at the chakra place. So, Noella is with her dog. Oh, no. We go to Noella. Yeah, now we're going so, to Noella. Yeah, I thought you were segueing to Noella. Yeah. yeah. So and she, I, do you segue? Me too. <laughs> so, Noella's house with her little dog, Rihanna. And Gina <laughs> comes over. Yeah. And she's Gina's like, oh, my God. You look great. You look so great. It's someone she's going through so much. And she's like, oh, I mean, this is as good as I could do. <laughs> I need wine for the how you been question that you're going to ask me. <laughs> I want some rosé. I serve it with a handful of ice and sparkling. Oh, okay. A spritzer. I'm like, wow. Gina just quietly just was like, it's called a spritzer, bitch. It's basically <laughs> what she just did. Right. So um, Noella has found James. And the reason why she found James is because she still has access to a credit card that James uses. And so she was able to log in and see where, where he was charging and so she's, she's like, like, guess where? It's not the U.S. It's not Puerto Rico. Guess the continent. And Gina's like, Milwaukee? No. <laughs> it's in Mykonos. She's like, oh, Mykonos too. Just tell me. I don't want to guess. I don't want to guess. <laughs> yeah, she literally goes, South Africa? South Africa? She goes, no, so Mykonos. But where's Mykonos? I mean, it's absurd. I mean, first to have to think about what Mykonos even is. My God. And then, I mean, what are you doing in Mykonos, bro? I mean, you just left your wife and your son is here. And what are you doing in Mykonos? Where even is Mykonos? I don't even know that planet. I don't know we even colonized the planet. It's like, it's a place. Is it a restaurant? No, no. It's like a party island in Greece. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. So really Mickey Mouse is in... Mickey Mouse is in Greece. Is that what you're saying? No, Mykonos is in Greece. I still don't follow. <laughs> All right, well, mom's a word because I need access to his credit card. All he needs to do is change the password and I'm out. <laughs> um, and she's like, well, it's clear James is not having any difficulty moving on. So I need to take off my dirty robe, get out of my dirty bed and stop crying. Over a man who doesn't effing deserve it. Oh, Lorraine? <laughs> so Gina's like, you know, we could get you back out on the market. Gina, nobody wants to be on your market. <laughs> okay, what market is that? You're like ShopRite. <laughs> <laughs> she literally just wants to go to ShopRite with her. You want to go to ShopRite? I've been, I've been dying to go. You're like the Dollar Tree of dating apps. It's rumored that Noella found James on like sexy attractions or whatever uh, like a site where you adult friend finder find, uh, no something where you you go on well i don't know if that's what adult friend finder is it but is. it's something where you go on to meet like rich married people basically oh. like attraction finder which is why she said when she said uh we just went in the hotel lobby and then fucked it, like makes so much more sense going with what she's actually saying on the show yeah um so Gina's like, you know, I didn't date forever. And I was like, well, I'm just at the point where it's just not going to be a penis. It's not going to be a penis. So we're anti-penis? We're anti-penis right now is what you're telling me? Yeah. I masturbated this morning. She's like, oh my God, that's good. You really needed that. She's like, yeah, nothing like seeing a charge from Mykonos to be like, I'm taking a shower. I, I'm oh, not sure I follow. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. So is Mykonos a body wash? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it 
I, I don't, I don't. Is it, a, is it a shower curtain? Is it, is it Bed Bath and Beyond? Is where you get your Mykonos? Is that what's going on? I, I'm not following. I like that Noella is trying to be shocking, and Gina's just like, "Good, masturbation's healthy." <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really phase her. So then we go to perspire. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't. Like, so this is like one of those sweat places. It's like a, like this, you know, like the new modern sauna things where you go and you sweat out. But I just like perspire. <laughs> don't call it perspired please it's i know they've had the sauna studio <laughs> sauna studio so emily and jen show up and heather's there and they're going into some sort of sweat chamber and uh heather's like self-care friday okay also by the way girls i booked us nail appointments too okay everyone excited everyone excited scheduled fun put everything on my account <laughs> so ridiculous. So they all go to the Perspire account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of credit here at Perspire. <laughs> so they go into the sauna and um Heather sets it at 150 and Jen's like, some like it hot. <laughs> so then uh, Jen talks about how she has to go see patients because like I'm the breadwinner, so I just can't like step away for the day. You know what I mean, girls? I'm like the breadwinner. That's just why I'm just one big breadwinner. Such a breadwinner. Emily, you look like you have rage in your eyes. I'm just getting hungry and hungry the more you say breadwinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm the bread buyer. Like, no one's ever handed me bread for anything. So, lucky girl. <laughs> so then uh, she tells us, Jen tells us that, like, three days after she and Ryan got married, uh, her ex sued her for $850,000. And Emily's like, wait a second. You started off your marriage with an ex suing you? You didn't even have a turkey sandwich first? Yeah, and she's like, yes, because he said all the gifts he gave me were loans. And Heather's like, Heather goes, um, whatever, man. She's like trying <laughs> to be one of the girls so hard that she cannot do it. It's so funny. I would so be Jen Audi 5000. So um, we see a headline. Uh, Sun AI billionaire suing cheating ex-girlfriend for 850k. So she tells us, you know, I started dating my ex right after my father passed away. Like uh, he was interesting, wealthy, but then I broke up with him because he told me he was divorced, but he was just separated. And then three days later, I got married to Ryan, and he sued me. <laughs> do you, lady, do you hear what you just said? That makes no. You you broke up with him because he lied about you were cheating on him. That's how you married Ryan no. three days. <laughs> no, no, I, no. She said three days after she got married is when he suited. She didn't marry Ryan three days afterwards. Oh, she's saying three days after I got married. I yes. see. I was like, so basically, oh my god, I there was, was a whole like, courtship a at the breakfast buffet. Late. Yeah, remember the breakfast yeah. buffet? They there's a whole thing. It took him a month or whatever. Yeah, but so, she said they were both with other people when they met each other at that breakfast buffet. So I guess I conflated those timelines in my head. So that's funny that she got rid of the other guy because he was, well, I mean, he was lying uh, about being divorced. So that makes sense. So the lawsuit really put a strain on their marriage. I'm not really sure why. I mean, I mean, it's stressful, but I also feel like, I feel like that would actually bring me closer to my partner to be like, fuck this guy, right? Uh, but it's clear that they know because it's someone trying to bankrupt you and money is like the biggest stressor in a relationship. So they say, yeah, so I is. guess, you know, having someone taking trying to get 850 K off you and paying lawyer bills and stuff. Yikes. Yeah. I just feel like if I'm a newlywed, 
I would just imagine if someone like some ex was coming after me for money, I feel like it would make me want to like circle the wagons and like be like standing stronger. But it's also clear that Jen and Ryan have a relationship that's built on literal nothing except a actual egg egg Benedict in a chafer. So, (laughs) (laughs) so what do I know? Yeah. So she's like, so then he decided to stay home with the kids. I'm like, well, how does that make? I don't understand that. Kind of... I don't understand. I don't decide to work less. Jen says, <laughs> you guys as a duo decided to work less because you're being sued for money. I didn't understand that either. Yeah, I didn't get it. But she's like, but I'm thankful because you know that gave me the time to build a career, and like I couldn't have done that without him. And Emily's like, but don't you ever get resentful because like you're the one responsible for doing every single thing? And Jen's like, well, we try not to be resentful, but she's like, oh no, I don't actually want an answer. I'm just like segueing into my own thing because like <laughs> I get that because like I was like that with Shane. Like it got really bad because you know I make the money, and Shane's like just I mean God, they had to change the bar for Shane to pass. So. <laughs> So my advice is to someone, you know, like anyone who's in that situation is put the work in, okay? Because like, you know what? Like, what is she going to do? Nobody dates a 45-year-old woman with with kids in Orange County. You'd have to move. Am I right? (laughs) Put the work in because like the bar itself, things will lower in your favor. Yeah. So Emily's like, oh, guys, guys, I'm about to pass out, guys. I'm like going to pass. Oh, my God. I have to pass. Like, oh, my God. You OK? What can we do? She's like, oh, I'm OK now. She pulls this big ass Jersey Mike's turkey sandwich <laughs> from her bag. <laughs> I, I like, haven't eaten. I just haven't eaten, guys. <laughs> Are you eating a sandwich? Because is that wrong? If you don't put We're that sandwich- detoxing. It's like, it's turkey. <laughs> If you bring a sandwich into Perspire again, you will lose a lot more than just this friendship. It will cost you a lot. And that's not a threat. That's a promise. Don't bring carbs near me. Uh, Others like, I'm turning this up now because now we have to detox a turkey. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe she had cold cuts in a hot sauna, like just sitting there, like just marinating in the heat and the sweat. It's really not, it's really hard to not look at Emily as a hero sometimes, really. (laughs) It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So now it's the start of a day. Noelle is doing a yoga scene, you know, with the background of her gorgeous rental. And then she falls and starts laughing. And then the twins are packing over at Shannon's house to go to Nashville. And Shannon's like, oh, my God, I don't fit into anything. Uh, Girls, girls, you know what? You need to start exercising. And they're like, we need to start exercising? (laughs) No, with me. With me, I meant. You have to start exercising with me. I don't need to feel unsupported in my exercise. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we go back to uh, self-care Friday with Heather and the ladies. And so now they're at a nail salon, which is so cute because everyone who's working at the nail salon is like all dressed up for being on TV. And so Heather is like, well, I don't know if I told you guys this, but well, we just bought some land in Idaho because, you know, land, you know, just buy it. Right. But there's just not enough people to build it right now. So we decided what we'd like to do is to build or to buy a place in Cabo, you know, and also have Ida. We just want to build everywhere, okay? I thought, let's put a girl strip together. Wouldn't that be fun? Building, building land. I'm like, she's just talking about just building houses. It just always find it's always remarkable to me when people just casually flaunt their wealth in front of like 
lots of people who are in a totally different tax bracket. I'm talking about, you know, like the people working at this nail salon. I'm like, gosh, I don't know. I just feel like it's just so, so obnoxious. It's so tacky. And Heather's not a casual flaunter. She's an aggressive flaunter of her wealth. It's like, do you have nothing else to fucking talk about? That's all you talk about is your money, your money. Every single scene, you have to get it in how much money you have. Like, oh, here we are at Perspire. Put it on my tab. I'll also take you to get your nails done. We'll talk about the mansions I'm going to build. It's like, oh, God, you're so sad. And then, you know, she's like (laughs) hawking everything on fucking these infomercials and then terry's on selling some fucking covid tests that aren't really cheap i think they're like 10 bucks at cvs or whatever and he's like for 30 dollars or whatever it is he's like hawking stuff i mean these people i please god i know that time means less to you than it does to us but speed this downfall up (laughs) i need to know what criminal shit is going on in this family i need to know Look, there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. You know, people work hard for their money. But um, it's just there's something about the, the flaunting. And it just feels it always just feels so tone deaf. Like, it's I feel gross. Like it's just it is. But I love it. I love it on my television. So thank you. So it's fucking gross. So Heather's like, yeah, but I've been wanting to get away. And so it feels like it could be a thing because here's what Heather's doing. She's coming back and she's controlling every single thing. You know, the first big party at her house. Now the next big temple party at her house, the trip, a Heather trip. So you have to kiss Heather's ass to be included in anything on this show. And I'm kind of liking that she's doing that because at some point they're going to rebel and take the bitch down. Cause that's, yeah. this is That'll a housewife show and that's what people do. You know, that's next season right now. It's a, uh, the anti Shannon movement. So, um, Jen says that she reached out to Noella and she's like, well, I obviously don't like how things ended the other night, but like, I was like, you know, I know you're going through a lot. So like, I feel for you and I think it would be a good idea if we go out for drinks emoji and let me know what's best for you emoji that was her text message to noella and emily goes oh you used two emojis she's like (laughs) yeah i'm trying (laughs) and heather heather goes you know i've hung out with noella a few times but i've heard that you're a fake bitch she called you a fake bitch wow you knew about that also yeah nicole told me (laughs) yeah so heather's like well i invited her to max's party but now i feel a little odd that she's coming to the book party and I know all these other things. And now am I a phony bitch? If I don't say anything, I mean, I'll be phony, right? I have to say something. So why is Nicole just blatantly turning on Noella? Like, where did this come from? Do you think it's just that, that she could tell that like, she does, does Nicole know that her bread is buttered with Heather and Terry and the moment she sees, uh, Noella starting to sort of speak against them. She knows that she has to just like turn on Noella or else lose the life of luxury that she has acquired. I think that's part of it, but I also think that she knows Noella's background and Noella's full of shit. Okay. Like I'm enjoying Noella on this show, but she's so obviously full of crap. Like how she met her husband, how long they've been like, it's all so up in the air with Noella. And so when Noella's trying to have these dramatic, like, Oh, look what he's doing to me. Nicole seems annoyed specifically in those parts where mm. it's like, lady, I could blow you up right now. And obviously this is just a guess. Like I have no idea, but I'm guessing. And well, then she's also- got Heather who's bringing her onto this show basically. Cause she's friends of Heather. And now Noella's trying to blow up her spot. Like you said, on the well, show by fucking with Heather. 
And isn't Nicole going through a divorce? Maybe Nicole was like, oh, I'm going to be a castmate also. And now she realizes Noelle is taking her spot. So she's like, fuck this bitch. I've had to sit and listen to this bitch for years and years, complain about this and that. And now she's going to like take my spot on the show. Ah. But either way, whatever it is, we can surmise what it is. But as far as what we can tell, it came out of nowhere. And now I'm like, wow, Nicole is a real shitty friend. Kind of, but I'm kind of into Nicole more than Noella because I love the I love the reaction because I've had so many drama queens in my life, and you know I've loved it. I've loved I love all of you drama queens, but there is something about when you have that friend who's just like shows up showing up at lunch like, (gasps) (laughs) getting wasted and crying as loudly as they can and making this big huge deal when you're like you married sweet like you married a sweet you went for a guy who was married because he was rich he met off some fucking site who you know and then they're trying to make it like they're this huge victim i mean i've been in that situation where i'm like listen i still have to eat here after this (laughs) so i kind of get nicole's energy too in this whole thing so heather's like you know um so uh yeah i don't want to be phony or anything and so jen is like you know i think that like she's just like lashing out and bullying other women and she's like going through something difficult again she's a bully and you can see she's struggling and there's just never an excuse to be mean and condescending to someone else i'm like noelle is not a bully for crying out loud <laughs> she's not a, i was like the, the jen is so quick jen, i mean jen is on one she's been ready to take down noella like this, it's basically what is it crabs in a bucket or whatever just whoever they're all going to get that permanent spot because i feel like at this point do they not know who's a friend of and who's a full-time cast member because they're all acting. No, like I don't they think they know till towards the end of the season. Right. Yeah. They're all clamoring for a spot. They're all auditioning, but also I think that Noella ha- I mean, I don't know that she's been bullying her, but she is coming at her pretty hard. But then we know that Jen was trying to come at Noella with her whole, you called Todd, whatever or- for- you called that designer god oh todd tom ford tom ford yeah you call tom ford god and that hurts my religion so i'm like they were both gonna come at each other (laughs) so that makes that one funny it's like a wash of you know desperation exactly and i'm i'm surprised based on the trailer i had no idea that noella was gonna actually have such a central role i mean she's really i feel like she's really kind of stealing the show this season yeah and so Heather's like, well, you know, I want to say I'm hopeful about Noella, but we'll see. Plus, I'm in charge of the cast trip, so if she wants to travel, she's going to need to kiss my passport, girls. Put it all on my bill. Put it all on my bill. <laughs> so then Shannon is now in Nashville. Well, I was trying to have a cast trip to Nashville, but I guess Heather DeBro gets to take people to Cabo instead. So it's just me and my daughters here on a cast trip for one. <laughs> So uh, she, Shannon's with her daughters and her mom at a restaurant in Nashville, which, by the way, we'll be seeing you soon, Nashville. Um, and uh, they all, I don't know if you caught this. This was so funny. This was like a clear post-production thing. I love when post-production puts in these little Easter egg moments. So they all sit down at the table. And Shannon's like, oh, wow, look, they have summer cocktails, mom. And and Pat, her mom, is like, oh, well, you know, I don't need that. She goes, oh, okay. Um, I am going to order the hot and bothered. And she's like, Shannon orders it. And she smiles. She's like so proud of herself. And then her mom goes, and I'll just have water. And it cuts back to Shannon being like, oh, I guess I'm the only one drinking today. All right. <laughs> okay. That, the hot and bothered was pretty cute myself, but okay. I thought it would be a good mother-daughter bonding moment since I did make the trip and spend quite quite a good amount of money bringing all my daughters and a TV crew, but that's fine. I'll just drink by myself here. 
Oh, so they haven't been there for four years, and Shannon's like, well, you know, with all the girls' activities, it's been hard to see Mom, but now that I'm going to be home alone, <laughs> basically dying in the shadows, I guess I'll be coming to visit more. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is well, fine. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's so funny because for the past four or five years, my mom kept on saying, when are you going to come visit me? And I would say, well, unfortunately, my daughter's actually uh, – participate in volleyball and all sorts of activities that you're actually missing. Hey, you're actually missing all of our lives, mother. <laughs> so, but it's, it's nice to be here. It's, it's lovely. It's lovely. Could I have another drink? But this, I just, it was too hot. Could you leave the hot out and just bring me a bothered? <laughs> Thank <laughs> just you. Just a bothered. That would be great. <laughs> you know what? You should just call it a pat. Just call it a pat. I'll have a pat, please. It's about the same thing as a bothered, right? Well, I feel bad, Mom, that I haven't come out much. I just feel guilty about that. She's like, well, Shannon, since the last time you've gone through a miserable divorce, you've had to deal with your girls getting hurt a lot. I don't know what's even happened with your hair, but that's got to have been painful. <laughs> I started putting it up more, for sure. Nina Garcia liked it. So I'm not sure I know that name, Shan, but did you ever figure out how to get out of a Peloton bike? Because, uh, it, you know, it's good to learn things, huh? Oh, well, Mom, I try not to go on that pal. It has bad memories there. Oh, I'm sorry there, hon. But you are right about the miserable marriage part. I just, I worry about you girls because you were exposed to an unhealthy marriage. Basically, I needed to alert your schools that you have been exposed <laughs> and anyone else who has been within five feet of you needs to go get tested <laughs> For terrible marriage syndrome. All right. Mom, terrible mom, what? marriage nineteen. <laughs> mom, mom, what are you doing? Oh, oh, honey, I'm just sticking this Q-tip up your nostril just to make sure you haven't been further exposed to any more terrible marriages. <laughs> well, never hurts to get tested. So they uh, start talking about. Uh, the, she's like, "Well, kids, I'm so sorry you had to deal with this because life is patterns, and I learned from my mom. You kids learn from me, and I want you to get into healthier relationships." Basically, so she's like, "Do you guys see yourself getting married?" And Sophie's like, "Um, I see myself getting married to Reese." <laughs> and one of the twins is like, "You've known him for two months." She's like, "Um, <laughs> actually, it's been four, so." Yeah, and he loves Spartan races, and he took me to a gastropub, which had this really awesome steak and a sweet sauce. Sophie, we need an intervention! We need an intervention right now! Right now! Oh, so she's like, well, you know, I didn't feel like I was deserving of a good relationship, or like, you know, this, I just didn't feel worthy, basically. And she's like, oh! God, that really just that that hurts, Sophie. That that really, really hurts to see it. Um, and she's like, You're too young to be thinking of getting married. And the twins are like, Mom, you almost got engaged in college. She goes, Well, yes, I, I sure did. And if I had been 30 in college, I definitely would have married him. But you know, I found a love of my life at 56. So, you know, <laughs> Al Gore is no longer trying to be president of anything except my heart. So <laughs> you know. Part of finding love is also finding the love for going to a golf course and picking up the love of your life. And I'd love that. <laughs> so uh, so then Sophie says, like, oh, I've never been in a relationship before. So this is all really new to me. And, you know, I'm just, like, really nervous because I don't want to get hurt. But, like, we live 1,200 miles away. So I'm already on my own as it is. So Sophie is, you know, she's all excited in her first relationship, etc. And, um, yeah, so, so she's basically like, yeah, this is the first healthy relationship I've ever been around. So Shan's like, oh, well. Oh, I guess, uh, all right, I guess I failed as a mother and 
that, that breaks my heart. And I guess you already, I can't remember if you said all this part, just, I, I can't, yeah, I that's basically it. It's, it's basically Shannon. Shannon, every conversation with her kids is, "Kids, I'm so sorry for what you have been through with the divorce." And then one of the kids being like, "Yeah, well, I never saw a good relationship." And she's like, "Oh well, okay, okay. Well, I guess it's my fault." You know, it's like a typical Shannon cycle. So then Dad, we go hun, over I, to... I can only imagine how maybe things might have turned out differently if you visited me here in Nashville a little bit more, huh? Ever thought about that? So we go over to Heather filming like a shopping network segment in her kitchen. And Terry is just standing there with his arms crossed, like, <laughs> and his crazy fucking animatronic face. Like, mm. yeah. and she's like, you know, I think that men get a bald spot and everyone thinks it's cute. But for women, not so much. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not as much. So Noella walks in the door and uh, Kat, who is one of the children is like, hi, I'm Kat. It's like, are you bisexual? No. Okay. Out of my face. Um, <laughs> I know. Hi, I'm Noel. I'm bisexual too. That's the other one. Oh, well, I just want to say that to all of Heather's kids really loudly. It's my thing. <laughs> are you bisexual? Are you bisexual? And did you write, write a book? No, I'm, I'm actually, my name's Kat and um, I'm in seventh grade and I'm in social studies right now. Out of my way. So, <laughs> so Heather is continuing with her pitch while Noella walks in. She's like, this is going to make your hair lustrous and shiny. So do you guys sell anything that's not bullshit? Because this <laughs> is some bullshit. You're selling people some gummies for hair growth. Heather, shame on you, ma'am. And so Noella walks into all, the girl. kitchen I and she's like, <laughs> Noella, Noella walks into the kitchen. She's like, oh, and, and Heather does this thing like, shh, 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 shh. We're filming right now for ourselves. I'm like, is this a live feed going to QVC in, in Philadelphia or whatever? They're just like filming at home, it looks like. But Heather does this whole like, oh, shh. Like, and does like that, the, the silent like airwaves like, hi, hi, shh, we're filming. We're television. This is television. It's Heather Dubrow. Shh. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, Heather scheduled this. She told me what time to come. She clearly chose this time, so that way, like, I would see her filming an infomercial with her husband in the kitchen, and she wants me to feel impressed. You know, Noelle, this is the last thing that's going to impress Noella, because she's had to sit, in, like, in the pantry before she can cross the kitchen, because Sweet James has probably filmed so many commercials, you know, in front of the refrigerator. She's, right, she's like, been yeah, this right, rodeo many never times. seen this kind of desperation before, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's, like, two gummies, 15 calories, I might eat more than two. Don't tell Terry. And Terry's still just standing there, like... And uh, <laughs> Noella tells us, I'm not here to go toe-to-toe with, Heather, with with Heather Dubrow, but if she brings it, I will end it. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Noella has this one, ooh. like, in one of her interview things, she talks very slowly, and she sort of moves in slow motion. She's like, I will end it. She's like underwater, underwater sea creature. So, um, uh, so anyway, so Heather's like, okay, now that we're done with our infomercial, let me, come on, come into my lair, come into my lair. So she brings Noella into her podcast studio and she goes, this is my only quiet spot. Like we went on a tour of your house. You literally have a million quiet spots. Not like this. In fact, the studio looks like the least relaxing place to sit. You should have taken her into the structure store. 
that's a good place to have a deep <laughs> conversation in a mall. <laughs> so um, Noella's like, you know, I had my suspicions before about Heather, but this is a shrine to a complete and really good narcissist. I mean, this is thorough. If I wasn't so creeped out, I'd be depressed or I'd be impressed, which is true. But then she's like kind of fake with Heather. Like she puts some stuff out on the table, but not any of this. Like I will end it. If she yeah. starts it, I will end it. Noella is just as fake as she uh, accuses Heather of being, by the way. Yeah. Like, that should really be pointed out. Like, Noella, I would actually argue that Noella's even faker because she was like, Hi, how are you? It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Noella says every day is a new bomb. I don't know what, what that. Because Heather's like, how are you? She's like, well, I'd be lying if I said I was great. Oh. But, you know, every day is a new bomb. It's like a new chance to find credit card passwords. I'm just numb from it all. I'm just numb from it all. She's like, well, that's sad. Now, I've just wanted to sit with you because I've been hearing things, my ears, and it would be fake of me not to say something. And she's like, okay, well, I'm happy to say whatever you want with this gigantic cartoon version of you above my <laughs> head. So whatever you'd like to talk about. I love that you photoshopped yourself into the image for the nanny. That's so, so inventive. So well, I just wanted to sit with you on my turf in front of my champagne button to dare <laughs> you to be honest about hating me. Go ahead. <laughs> so Nicole told me you called me a phony bitch or a fake bitch or something like that. Nicole told me that. She's very but very happy to throw people's names out in this uh, conversation. So Noella's well, like... Well, they all are. This cast is the worst. It's like, it's, oh, I have something to tell you girls. Really? Um, that Noella called you a fake bitch? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> like they're, they're all terrible on this show about that. Also, the overhead lighting makes Noella look like she has a beard, which is so funny <laughs> because so, she has so such huge cheekbones. You know, she's really pretty. And she has these huge cheekbones so the overhead lighting gives her just this beard These shadows yeah yeah so and that was planned by the way heather's like put her in the shadow seat so then noella's we're like we're gonna work those cheekbones <laughs> against her boys who's on who's on board i'll put it on my bill put it on my bill put it on, on my, uh, yeah but on, on my account so uh i knew that going into lunch that lunch with nicole i was very raw and very emotional and the person I'm really angry at is James. So your name got brought up and I was like, oh, fucking bullshit. Cut fitness, bitch. You know, I lashed out. I'm like, Noella, that doesn't actually. She makes it sound like, oh, it was this silly thing. But I'm like, you still called her fake, right? <laughs> so Heather's like, okay, okay. So it was misdirected. Okay. I understand all that because I'm understanding. And I have decided to play the role of understanding friend today. Acting. So I was like, you know what? She's going through a lot. I'm going to let that one go. And oh, to show that. Oh, the class act would. The class yeah. act would. Good for you. <laughs> Noella. Noella calling her a class act to her face. I mean, talk about fake right there. Yeah. So um, she goes, well, but there was more then. So Gina told me that you had said to her that I wasn't to be trusted. I mean, why am I not to be trusted? She goes, well, remember when I said that Nicole has told me a lot of things about her life? Well, I was the one who called her after your house party. Um, after she had spoken to you, everything had changed. I mean, that was a little bizarre to me. Mm, okay. Well, I don't know what we're talking about because you're speaking 
very cryptically. Um, and she goes, well, about the lawsuit with Terry. She goes, mm, I don't know why that makes you distrustful of me. I'm, I'm still not un- understanding how I did something wrong. Let, hold on. Let me put on, you know, at the United Nations, they got those translating headphones. Let me put on poor to rich headphones so I can understand what you're saying. Okay, try again. <laughs> a dollar. Yes, it is a dollar. Everything in here is a dollar. You're correct. <laughs> you're correct. So um, she's like, yeah, well, I just think it's weird that my girlfriend changed based on a call she had with you. It's bizarre. And so we see a clip of Noella calling Nicole, FaceTiming her and going, um, so you went through something with them, right? And Nicole goes, I'm good. It's over. And I appreciate your concern, but I'm done with this conversation. Goodbye. And hangs yeah. up on her. So Heather goes, um, well, we are starting to be friends. Or if there's, if there's a chance for us to start to be friends, I mean, this isn't the way to start a friendship. And if you have no problem with me, I mean, she goes, well, the, the start of our friendship was in your house with you slamming people against the walls and yelling at you people. And Heather goes, slamming people against walls? I, I don't do my stunts. <laughs> She's like, but I heard it. I was right next to the staircase. She says, what are you talking about, slamming people against walls? And then Noella tells us, the night of Heather's Nobu party, someone told me Heather and Terry were shoving someone against a wall. And then we see a clip of her Heather having a fit at that party and putting her hand in the camera and saying, no, we're not doing this right now. We are not doing this. And Noella coming up behind the camera crew and asking one of the cameramen what's what's going on and him just being like, I don't fucking know. Who the fuck are you? Why is anybody talking to me right now? All right. Noella, Noella's really proving her mettle as a, uh, as, a, as a real housewife by completely distorting reality and passing it on like it's truth because it, like, Heather DeBro definitely did not slam anyone against the wall. However... I love that image. I love the image of Heather Bro taking someone like a production assistant and be like, no, camera down, bam. You know, like that's like, I live for that kind of monstrous diva behavior. But I think that Heather was like, okay, everybody get out. I told you, get out. We are not doing this. I quit. And then like pushing camera people out of her way or something if they were trying to follow her upstairs. <laughs> I could see that happening. But so, Noelle is not really saying that. She's saying, you slam people against the wall. Like, she's got like some superpower. Like, like I think we would have seen that. So then Heather, go- Heather tells us, what I'm getting right now are psycho vibes. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, am I being... Punked, young, unrelatable people like me. So she's like, look, you have a lot going on in your life right now, and I don't take it personally. You know, just like you can't take it personally when none of your credit cards work in, in, in Neiman's. Okay. <laughs> so, and she's like, no, you know what? Good, because I don't mean it personally. You don't mean it personally. You just came on national TV and said that she was pushing people against walls. <laughs> I know, and I'm not to be trusted, and she's a fake bitch. So she goes, having said that, though, I'm not sure I'm the right friend for you. Like, did you just fire Noella? <laughs> did you fire Noella from your friendship? That's how Heather thinks she is. It's like, <laughs> I'm just... sorry, but you were now let go from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Please uh, leave. <laughs> we will arrange for you to have an exit uh, questionnaire sent to your home. Um, you will have an hour to pack up your belongings from our friendship. And then uh, it's been wonderful working with you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. 
goodbye. So Heather's like, you know, I feel really bad for Noella. However, I'm not going to give this life. This is just ridiculous. So Noella's like, well, look, I don't need to be deep friends with everyone. I'm happy having social friends. She goes, oh, yeah, life is too short. So you need to go focus on your family and take care of yourself. And Noella's like, oh, yeah. So I guess I just need to do more with my life. <laughs> so for those watching at home, uh, in summary, Noella doesn't like Heather because she thinks that Heather's a fake bitch. So Heather calls up Noella to be like, did you call me a fake bitch? And then Noella backtracks and I was like, no, 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 no. And in the end, they decide what they're going to be is just social friends, a.k.a. they're just going to be fake to each other <laughs> for the rest of their friendship. <laughs> so there we go. Well done. Right. So Heather is like perplexed. She doesn't even know what to do with this girl. But Noella stops and lets Heather go first. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, she like stopped and let Heather lead her out of the house. It's like so weird. There's so many weird power moves on this show this season. It's hard to keep track of what's going on. Yeah, whoever walks out of Heather's podcast studio first is is making a statement. So now we go over to Gina's house. And she's like, I'm crabby because I'm breaking in new shoes. And then we see a close-up of her bag. She has a bag that says hashtag mom life. So that's nice. <laughs> it's nice to see Gina getting back to her uh, message art. You know, we just went a season <laughs> yes. without it. And it's a nice contrast to the rich auntie bag that Noella was carrying. <laughs> so no, the day she found out her credit cards were cut. <laughs> so Noella is, uh, they're all getting, they're all going to this party now. So Noella gets in to her car to the car that's picking her up and she's like oh hi driver i didn't sleep till three i mean i've been trying to track my husband's charges on his credit card i'm a little matlock at the moment the driver's like i really don't care (laughs) i'm not being paid enough to care Noella is just such a fucking weirdo. I mean, she's like going on, and she always is nodding. She's always nodding at her own statements. Like, am I right? He's like, whatever, lady. I really like her because she is like, she is in one way is very annoying in terms of that. She is that person who always has drama. It's always that, right? Which is great for TV. But there is something oddly relatable I find about her. Like, I I feel like she's very accessible. Um, And like, she, she makes fun of the shit that, that like I want to be made fun of, right? Like I like that she walked in to the to Heather's place and saw what Heather was doing and was like, um, I'm really not impressed by what like that you're doing an infomercial. You're trying to impress me and it's not working. As opposed to Gina, who's like, oh my God, lifestyles right. like rich and the famous. Yeah, totally. So then we go to Shane and Emily, and Shane's all in his car. And Emily's like, oh, my God, this dress is tight in the butt. He's like, then why are you wearing it? She's like, oh, are you going to be like this all day, Shane? He's like, like, what? Annoyed with everything I say? I mean, yes, of course. I've never heard him not be annoyed with everything you say. Are you just discovering who you're married to? Yeah, he goes, well, maybe. He goes, maybe. He goes, are you mad that I fell asleep at 8 o'clock last night? And then she tells us that she's like, I fall asleep at a lot. Every night he says, what movie do you want to fall asleep to? Maybe I should stop eating turkey sandwiches because the trick to fan, right? Because that's why I fall asleep. I'm like, this is not this, this line. This whole thing is not working for me, Emily. <laughs> really? You're not into the trip to fan storyline. I'm liking it. I'm into it. <laughs> Emily falls asleep. Congratulations. I'm, I'm a huge sandwich person. So I'm like, tell me more about sandwiches. I love the storyline. It's the best storyline you've ever had. So um, basically Shane wanted to bang 
and she fell asleep again. So he's all pissed off today. So then we get to the party and there's big posters of Max everywhere. And we're th- are we at the Chakra Center? I guess that's where we are. Well, no, right? they, they set up. No, they're, no, they're at a restaurant. They're probably at Javier's, but they're at a restaurant, but they set up the Chakra Center. Oh, it's thing. a Chakra Center. I see. Okay. Yeah. And so people are showing up, a bunch of teenagers. We hear Max is like, welcome to the rainbow. So she's really like having a nice no no noella says that to her she really? noella comes in and goes hi max welcome to the rainbow oh. <laughs> i should have known so uh and then heather and noella are, have like fake cheek kisses which is again funny because they have pledged to now be fake to each other and it's like i'm gonna go greet the bellows i'm gonna greet the bellows that was the people who they went horse uh horse racing with or they went to see the horse races with were the Bello family, and we've uh, people on the internet reminded us that they were the ones who helped uh, Heather and Terry make their own champers champs. a few seasons ago. Champs, champs. So, I know that That's was all. a crazy piece of uh, trivia to forget. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of both of us. Method, actually. method champenoise. What was it called? Yeah. Something like that. method champenoise. <laughs> so then uh, Max is introducing Jenny to people, and then Emily. Emily, Gina, and Noella are sitting around or standing around talking. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you look like Cleopatra. No, I was gonna say Pocahontas. You look like Cleopatra, Pocahontas and Os. Mykonos. Mykonos. You look like Mykonos. That's a place. That's a place. <laughs> and Terry is meanwhile trying to have any sort of conversation with Shane. He's like, So you drink? No. You don't drink. Oh, you don't drink. That's your don't you don't drink. No. Okay, now I never had a yeah, never yeah. had a drop in my life. Smoke marijuana? Nothing? No. Do you like napkins? No. <laughs> do you What do you think about wheels? Good invention? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then Nicole and her man come and Nicole, you know, Nicole. So Nicole, Nicole, I'm trying here. I'm trying to like you, okay? But she comes with this bag that's like a, a cell phone from the 80s. You know, it's just like a yeah. giant thing with a antenna and everything. That's gold. It's like got gold beads all over it. And Jenna, Gina's like, "Is this your big? I don't know. Could you? Get, you need to get a big. It says big, so people know what the heck that is. How much? It's like, <laughs> it was a collision of Gina's accent and Nicole's accent because Nicole's like, "Oh my God, look at Max, look at Max," and then Gina was like, "Oh my God, is this your big? Is this your big?" It was like Michigan versus New York, like <laughs> Max, big, Max, big, Max, big. Nicole is a little a-hole. So they're like, hi, Nicole. Good to see you. She goes, um, I'm going to squee over because I see the Olsons and all of our friends. Yeah. So she says, Nicole says hi to everyone except Noella. And Noella's like, oh, no hug for me. And so we find out that Noella tried to get lunch with Nicole. and But that when she tried to do that, Nicole hung up on her. And then this is actually where we see uh, Noella on the phone with her saying like I love that while I'm trying to go th- when I'm going through this with my friend and it's like not reaching out and like I, like not even saying I hope you're okay and Noelle that's when Nicole goes well clearly I cannot be the friend you want me to be and I don't think you're being kind and I'm going to end this call thanks for the call bye bye <laughs> <laughs> been fired twice in one week <laughs> so Noelle is like if she can't go deep with me at the deepest moment painful time of my life this friendship is officially over I'm like oh okay are you breaking up with James too because you can't just keep breaking up with people who dumped you okay that's not how it works <laughs> so then Jen and Ryan show up and uh, Ryan looks 
very scared. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, he's probably like not used to. He's like clearly uncomfortable just in a shirt. So, um, so, so he's just like on the sidelines, and um, Jen and Noella are like, oh yeah, we're talking now, and we. It turns out. I felt so bad for these two newbies because they clearly had like their first scene together, just like all newbies. And it just gets relegated to a flashback in the middle of this party, a little black and white flashback. They do that to a lot of scenes in this show. It's like they filmed a lot of stuff and we're like, "Mm, this season is boring. So we're just going to make everything flashbacks. Okay. And give it a good 13. Let's do this guys. Well, it's good though. There's a lot of flashbacks that we never see, but it's good because I actually, I think the season's been excellent and it's, um, it's probably because they aren't like over like putting every single thing in. They're editing and just keeping it tight and just moving the story forward. Yeah. So um, Shane has been standing there the whole time, you know, through the Nicole thing and now through the next one. And he's like, oh, my God, you're, you're not speaking to her, too. Jeez. God. <laughs> Got a lot of problems with people at this party, lady. Um, and then we see the clip of Noella and Jen at lunch with each other. And Noella goes, I mean, was the stuff I said to you absurd? 100%. I was just projecting. So Jen is basically like, you know, I'm guarded, but like, you know, I'm willing to take it baby steps. <laughs> I'm married to Ryan. I'm used to baby steps, right? High five, everyone, America. America loves that some good Ryan jokes, right? <laughs> Right. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll just wait for you to give me a little high five back, America. Okay. Maybe next time. Yeah. I mean, I think you were having an affair with Ryan while he was married, so that's not really baby steps. Okay. You were anyway. So Emily's like, "Wait. So you're Ryan or Ryan?" And it, he's like, "Ryan." And Jen's like, "Ryan." And she goes, okay, so his name is Ryan, but he decided to change it to Ryan? Like, all his new name does is confuse people and make it difficult to pronounce. I mean, Ryan? This guy is such a douchebag. Why would he change his name to R-Y-N-E? Like, it's one thing, you know, okay, he was born, his parents gave him, like, a funky spelling of Ryan. It's like, you know, what can you do? You were raised, you know, like, we make fun of the, We make fun of it, but, like, ultimately, it's not, not their fault. But here he actively was like, I don't want to be Ryan. I want to be Ryan. I'm like, this guy is. It's very is, California. It's it's like California, very stupid. And I love Heather's like, well, what does he want to be called? No, no. How does he want to be addressed? Like Ryan or Ryan? And so Jen's like, well, huh, fine. Just call him Ryan. She goes, oh, like the river. I'm like, if you think that anyone in this cast, Heather, knows about the Rhine River over in Germany or wherever. Because <laughs> Jen goes, no, 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 like orange rind. I'm like, you know, there's a D on that one. Fine, I <laughs> yeah, up. it's a cluster. So Jen is like, Heather, this is Ryan. She goes, oh, you have a shirt on. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and Jen's so like, we had to special order that. He's just like not happy with that. He's like, huh? Have you guys been making fun of me being shirtless? <laughs> So uh, Shannon's not at the party because she flew in overnight from Nashville and woke up with chest pains. <laughs> Which I don't know. <laughs> you know, she's had Dr. Moon on the phone with that fucking restaurant all morning. Like, you find out what was in that hot and bothered. <laughs> I don't laugh at chest pains, but I laugh at like just imagining how it was like, well, I, I, I think something is happening. I, I, I've got Nashville hot heart going on right now. Someone please help. Yeah, I think it's another Heather party, and she's, like, had enough. 
So um, Gina's like, oh, she's not going to come. And Emily says, oh, you're not going to miss her. And Noella's like, come on, guys. She's a girl. And she's honest. And open. I mean, that's good. And Gina's like, she's Shannon. Okay, that's what she is. She's Shannon. And Emily basically is like, um, you know, my relationship with Shannon has has history and is complicated. And yeah, I'm basically always going to take a jab whenever I can because she deserves it. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, both Gina and Emily are ridiculous. Gina is so far up Heather's ass. She like totally betrayed Shannon for no reason. And then Emily... These two are actually kind of cracking me up at this kiss assery of the season. I kind of like that that's their story. It's just like, just yeah. kiss Heather's ass. The end. <laughs> so um, then Heather's like, she, Heather asked Jen if she's going to come to uh, Kappa with them. She's like, yeah, it's my trip, my plane. Once again, her plane. So um, uh, so Jen's going to go to Kappa. Basically, everyone's going to be going to Kappa, so we think. And then we just sort of see stuff going around the party. Travis can't find Gina. I don't. It was weird because in the commercial break, they're like coming up. Travis can't find Gina, but like, I thought it was gonna be that Gina was gonna get wasted and be falling over or something happened to Gina. But like, it's just that she's just at a different side of the party. Yeah. So then Emily is getting her aura done, and uh, she's like, "Oh my God, what's going on in my vagina? I mean, it's red. Is there a problem here?" And the lady's like, "Most people that come in on a daily basis have a blown out chakra." Mm-hmm. And uh, Gina's like, "Blown out vagina? Is that what she said?" <laughs> yeah, and they just start talking about like vagina and stop. It's like a stop sign, etc. And then we cut to Nicole and Jen. They're posing at like the in the photo booth area, and Nicole's holding her phone up, and she's like, "You need to say wrong number instead of cheese. Wrong number." I'm like, mm, really trying to make that prop happen. Yeah. So then Heather and Ryan and Jen are talking, and Heather's like, "So." Me and Terry came home from our anniversary of our first date, and he said, this is great. He said, let's not speak anymore because it can't get better than this. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute, everybody? (laughs) And Jen's like, oh, really? Because I met this one at a breakfast buffet. And so for me, it was love at first sight, but he had to come around for a couple of years. (laughs) Took him a while for him to realize that when I said pass the hash browns, that was actually my way of hitting on him. Oh bit. well, well now it's going it's going good, right? And he goes, oh nope, still coming around. <laughs> We're still coming around. <laughs> still coming around. So um, uh, Emily, there. So then we're just seeing more just stuff around this party. And Noella and Emily are by the bar and they're doing shots. They're trying to get the caterer to do a shot too, or the bartender. And Emily starts talking about how when she was twenty seven, she was hot. And we see a picture of her from two thousand and three, which was kind of funny. And she's like, well, now all my hair. She's like, only half my hair is mine now. And Noella's like, yeah, my basically half horse. She's like, nay, nay, bitch. Um, and so then they're just like laughing. And Emily's like, well, by the way, speaking of nay, nay, like, you know, let's do you, you uh, ride horseback. Let's go horseback riding in Cabo. Emily's so full of shit. She's like constantly starting shit. She's like, <laughs> oh, weren't invited. They weren't invited to Cabo, huh? And she's like, well, look, I'm just very blessed to be here right now that's what i'm concentrating on and it's like well you did call her a fake bitch so noella senses that her invitation is not coming anytime soon so now heather makes a speech for all the guests and she's like first i want to thank everyone for coming here tonight because if you did not come here tonight you would lose a lot more than just my friendship 
it would have cost you a lot. But we are so happy to have everyone here. And I'm just, I'm so impressed after reading this book about how raw and open and honest, maybe too honest, ha ha ha, pause for laughter. Ah, oh, what you shared here, Max, was special. I mean, Max, when I got to the chapter where you were, you know, you were trapped in the box thing and then you were going down the uh, the uh, escalator. None of that happened, Mom. Oh, it (laughs) must have gotten lost in the assistant Panama translation to the book. But anyway, it's on pages. (laughs) So good for you. (laughs) So, yeah. So um, uh, so now there's just like more after the toast. There's just like more partying and drinking and food and then um it's just emily's just getting wasted at this point emily is wasted she's like propping herself up on the bar and um she's just yeah. like she's telling the bartender did you go on break and not tell me i mean where were you and she's <laughs> like she's drunk where's gina gina left us gina, gina! <laughs> shane i've got on cute panties for you shane cute <laughs> Noella's like, I have a working theory. Like, feel free to walk away if it makes you uncomfortable. But I think that you guys must have the hottest sex. And Shane just walks away. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to have my first drink. And Emily's like, I mean, we do when I stay awake for it. Am I right, Shane? And he's like, have you seen her aura? (laughs) It's a stop sign on her vagina. That's how her sex life is. So uh, then Emily winds up uh, talking drunkenly to Jen and she was, they start talking about like, you know, she's like, I had to pay my way through school. And they're like talking about like how they paid their way through. And ultimately Emily winds up uh, saying, so did your boyfriend pay for you to go to school? She's like, no. She's like, so you paid him back? She's like, well, I paid him anything he claimed because I just wanted it to go away regarding meaning the lawsuit and that whole thing. Right. And Jen's like, um, I went on scholarship, okay? I worked my ass off. And she's like, uh-uh, your billionaire boyfriend paid. Okay, so look, was he hot? Was he hot? She goes, no, he was not hot. And Emily's <laughs> Emily's looking around like, come on, guys. Come on, you <laughs> listening to this girl? Come on. And Jen goes, he's a very smart, interesting person. <laughs> and Emily says, oh, you're telling me you're attracted to his great personality? Jen's <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'll just say you like the money. You're lying. Oh my God, Gina, Gina, Gina. And Gina is so annoyed at this point because Emily's just wasted. So Gina's like, "I think we should go." She goes, "I think the power is the money." Do not, do you not think I should should keep? Do you not think I should continue mocking this new person because this shit's good? (laughs) And Gina's like, "Uh "Uh-uh. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about, but I feel we should go." So, so Emily's like, okay, I'm going to go. And she's like, well, just in case I didn't stir the pot. I don't remember if I did or not. She turns to Noelle and goes, I can't wait to go to Cabo with you. <laughs> and Heather goes, who's going to Cabo? Uh, who's doing that? She goes, she's, going, she's not going to Cabo? Like, you invited me? She goes, yes, I did. Yes, you're going to Cabo. But who else is going to Cabo? And she tells us, you know. I saw Noella when she walked in, and she looked nice, and she brought a gift from Max, which was sweet. But I want to take a trip. I really don't want to hang out with someone who lies about me. But we're good. So then we see Emily stumbling. Shane's, like, basically trying to carry 
be like a crutch for Emily to get down the hallway, right? And she's like, I gotta pee. Where's Gina? Come in here with me, Shane. Come pee. He's like, I do not want to watch you pee. Come on, Shane. Come on. You need to help me pee. I'm sorry I fell asleep last night. I'll put out when we get home. He's like, does that mean butt sex is possible? She goes, all right, I'll let you do that. <laughs> and then the episode ends. <laughs> You leave a, people hanging with the image of Shane doing anal to Emily. Like, come on, guys. At least try to get people to tune in next week. <laughs> That's not what you call a teaser. <laughs> um, so, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for those who watched this. Um, don't forget to go to watchcrappens.com and uh, fill out a ballot for the crappies. And then also come get tickets to see us come to the live show. We'll see you in New York, Atlanta, wherever. So thanks, everyone, for being here. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying. Okay. We McLovin. Karen McClelland. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible Edible, edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and Desisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.